Hello, hello, welcome, welcome. Today is April 14th, and this is the 14th episode of DadCast Podcast. So, um, it being the 14th episode and April 14th, this is bound to be a good one. Well, maybe, we'll see. Well, welcome, um, thanks for tuning in, and thank you for tuning in again, if I got some returning people listening to me. Um... It's been a pretty fun adventure. 14 episodes is a lot. And um, or, or as I'd call them, dad-isodes. But trying to be corny there. But um, yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for being a part of this. For those of you who have just tuned in and it's your first time, I do this every week. Um, take about 20, 30 minutes kind of just reviewing what I've done for the week and you know talking about daddy life, uh, things that I go through and... Um, of course, things that the baby goes through. Uh, I think you can, well, I know you can subscribe to me on iTunes, uh, Google Play, and SoundCloud. If you don't want to, if you don't have either of those phones, you know, maybe you can stream me on your work computer, but uh, don't tell your boss. Also, what I do is I uh, I do updates on uh, DadCast Podcast on Facebook, and also I have a Twitter, which is DadCaster. Um, you know, I try to do those a little bit more up to date than the weekly ones that I do as podcasts. So if you like what you're listening to, hopefully you subscribe, you like, you share, you do whatever it is. Um, right now what I'm actually trying to do is monetize this thing a little bit. So now that I'm getting more and more listeners tuning in, um, hopefully I'll get some local and relevant sponsors so they could pay for this. Um, right now, of course. I'm paying for this out of pocket. Um, it doesn't cost that much um, a month. Um, I do everything myself. I edit. Of course, it's my voice. Um, I do all the graphics and all the activities. So hopefully I can get a little bit of a local sponsor. Um, wink, wink, Andy. Uh, and uh, pay for at least like a month or two of this. So if you like what you're, you know, what you're listening to, hopefully you can... Uh, and subscribe. So, with all that said, let's begin. I don't think we have met. With all that being said, um, I just realized this uh, song that plays in the beginning, or my intro song says, I don't think we have met. And um, if we have not met, uh, and you're listening to my life, that's kind of weird, but... Um, hopefully you're enjoying this and you would want to meet me and hopefully you're not psychopath that you'd want to hurt me, but either way, I'm willing to meet everybody. And, um, now that I'm getting more and more listeners, I'm kind of trying to figure out who's actually listening. I know, um, my boy Alvaro and Chris, Chris Collins, always a uh, shout out to Chris. He gets real happy when, uh, he gets to listen to my podcast when he's at work and I sit right next to him and he's often cracking up. Um, of things that I say on the podcast, which is, uh, which always feels good. Um, yeah, so this week has been, um, oh, if you guys haven't noticed yet, I'm really, really energetic today. Um, I've had a good breakfast. Uh, I've been working out every day. I'm trying to fill in a little bit of cardio in my life. I'm not a cardio guy. Like I hate running, not because of the running part itself, all that, but also I, uh, get vertigo so whenever i'm running and especially on the treadmill it's been cold out so i don't really get to run outside 
but um, I run on the treadmill and I get dizzy after about five minutes. Um, so I'm going to try a little bit of cycling, uh, perhaps get on a bike or buy a bicycle. I don't know. I'll try to figure something out. But either way, um, I'm not going to be running outside unless I'm running from something. So that's out of the question, um, especially now that my cardio is so bad. Uh, I don't want to look like I'm dying when I'm running. So um, lost a little bit of weight. Um, got some gains in my arms. Um, getting swole. Uh, not really. But I'm trying to be more healthy. You know, like I said in my last podcast, um, I don't want to be around for this kid. You know, plus I, you know, I want to be the kind of dad where even when he's high school, he can, you know, throw baseball around or play football, or whatever. And I want to be in good enough of a shape to do that. I don't want to be on, uh, you know, obese person on a wheelchair getting pushed around and going to those games. And I can't climb up the bleachers. I love bleachers. And, um, so, yeah. Um, this week has also been a pretty big week for Jane. Um, for all you that follow me on social media, Jaden's just getting so much bigger we started putting him on rice cereal i think last podcast uh, i mentioned that we were going to do that or we started doing it but more and more uh, we do about one uh, meal a day that's rice cereal he's still trying to figure out the whole spoon thing um which is good because he likes chewing on the spoon so i think when i put the food in the spoon and then i have it in his mouth and he tries to chew on the spoon he you know result he just swallows whatever's in it so that's been good um we've also supplemented formula so each feeding we try to do half breast milk half formula um he was a little underweight on the growth curve so doctor suggested maybe having a little bit more food uh last week Jaden had really really bad diarrhea um like throughout the week he was just pooping green um and we let the doctor know of course and he said it was just kind of a phase that uh, you know some type of bacteria coasting through his body he wasn't dehydrated which was good so it wasn't really diarrhea it was just pooping weird um it was very green slimy poop um so for all you dads um or dad to be uh if you guys encounter that at least you know what it is um our big worry was that since he was pooping so much, he was pooping every hour, but sometimes even like every 30 minutes, 45 minutes. And we were just worried that he'd be dehydrated. So we called the doctor and one thing he asked, the main thing that he asked about was if he was peeing. If he was peeing, then that was a good sign because that means he was not dehydrated. So that's one thing to look for uh, in a baby because, of course, they're not going to tell you if they're thirsty or and whatnot. But if you check their diapers and they're peeing a lot, then... You're in good shape. It's just a stomach thing that they're kind of going through. And uh, every day, each day, there's about, you know, millions and millions of bacteria that babies deal with and all the stuff, especially now that Jaden keeps putting his hand in his mouth, that they're going to go through. And it's always good for them to create some sort of immunity to it. Um, also, Jaden has uh, learned to be ticklish. My goodness, this baby is hilarious um yeah he's really his ribs are really ticklish so he's doing that before he would just kind of squeak as he doesn't know how laughing is supposed to work so now i uh 
I give him a good tickle and he actually does that <laughs> laugh. Um, I try to mimic it so that he understands that that's how a laugh's supposed to be. I know it's weird, but I read somewhere that, you know, babies mimic. So even laughter, um, as they tr- slowly try to figure that out or w- what they're supposed to do when they're laughing, uh, it's always good to see it from other people. So I do that. I laugh. Um, I'm tickling him and I'm laughing myself. So um, I am that crazy dad. But uh, it's been good. I think he's starting to chunk up a little bit, which is um, which is what we want. We want, you know, healthy, weighty baby. We don't want a skinny, um, malnourished child. So it's been good. You know, he's been um, he's been good with that. I think he there was like a, a day, the first two days that he was on it, he was very um, constipated. But once uh, his stomach got more used to it. And everything's been good. He's he seems a, lo- a lot better as far as being full goes, and he takes good naps after. And then that's that. So as far as St. Charles goes, um, the neighborhood's kind of been in a weird thing lately. Um, the neighborhood that we live in is supposed to supposedly very safe. It's one of the main reasons we chose to live in this area. And um, but we've been in a lot of the news lately. Um, first off couple of weeks ago almost actually a month ago uh i work out at this export about down the street from me and one of the guys that i went to high school with works there and he saw um he was talking about how there were there was two people found in a car um dead in the back parking lot or something and um it was weird because there wasn't any foul play there wasn't you know, it wasn't like they found syringes or anything, but they were just sitting in their car, dead. And um, what it was, was their car was just a piece of crap or something or a modified in some sort of way that they were sitting in the car. I don't know if it was a couple. I didn't quite get the details of that. If it was a couple making out or or what, but they were just sitting in the car and the carbon monoxide was leaking from the engine into the car. And it killed them. Like, what a shitty way to go, right? Like, thinking you're getting it in and then you die. I don't know. But it was like in some back parking lot somewhere. You just found these two people dead. But yeah, they just recently released in the news that these people died. But I don't know. That's not a crime thing. That's just a freak accident. But the crazy one was a couple days ago, 16 people were arrested. And charged with intent to distribute heroin and they were linked to a um a drug cartel ring like a mexican drug cartel ring so yeah it's crazy and houses um they arrested apparently arrested a guy in hanover park and then they were linked to these 16 people in the st charles and then those people in st charles were linked to a drug cartel in mexico and uh, this is my freaking neighborhood. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Hopefully, I mean, I think once you get to these rural areas, the kids get so bored that, you know, they do drugs and heroin and all this shit. But we found we found out that uh, a daughter's boyfriend of one of our friends or whatever, someone that we know somehow, some way, in six degrees of separation, the kid had 
cocaine on him and um he got pulled over by the cops he didn't want to get in trouble so he swallowed everything and he OD'd his friends were with him but they didn't want to get in trouble so they abandoned him how screwed up is that and it just kind of reminds me of this story because you know you hang out with these people and you trust them and I understand they might be teenagers or they're younger and they're quite especially them they were under some influence of drugs so they probably weren't thinking straight but you hang out with these people and you trust them and they betray you like that it's just it's so annoying and heartbreaking you know the young guy and it just reminded me of this story so way back when um when i was in high school even to now, actually, we would al- my mom would always have New Year's Eve parties at her house. Because um, in Filipino cul- culture, Christmas and New Year's Eve are a pretty big thing, you know. So it's like welcoming the New Year. So everybody cooks a lot of food and everybody you know, hangs out together. And ever since I was little, that's how it's always been. And when we were in high school, um, you know, kids would drink. I drank alcohol and one thing that my mom was kind of like okay with when I was like 18 was as long as you're in the house you can drink but nobody leaves so a lot of my friends would um you know would hang out and whatnot and some even brought alcohol but um this one kid was really drunk and uh this guy Danny um wanted a ride from Matthew one of my friends Danny was somebody that a friend brought so we didn't really know who he was or anything like that but um but we all went to the same school so I kind of knew of him and I knew his older sister so why not right friends of friends are friends so we were just um we would go and drink and and in like a few minutes before midnight Matthew disappeared Danny disappeared and we're like we couldn't figure out where they were and looking for him calling them and he's not answering and at this point you know like New Year's strikes like midnight strikes and we're all celebrating and drinking we're still looking for him of course calling them can't figure out it's like holy shit hopefully he didn't drive so Matthew was the one that brought the alcohol to the house actually so um I think he had his parents like buy the alcohol and bring him over to my house and we're all drinking and the next morning, like eight or nine in the morning, my my house phone rings. I don't know how, or somebody's cell phone rings, and I pick it up, and it's Matthew's mom, and he's and she's screaming her head off. It's like, how could you do this? How could you let my son drive? Why would that's so stupid? That's so dangerous. I can't believe you guys let him go. And we're like, what the fuck? He's like, he's in the hospital right now. And we're like, is he okay? She's like, he'll be fine, but I can't believe you let this happen. It's like, ah, and she's screaming, I'm pressing charges. Um, That's all responsible for your parents. And I was like, oh my God. Like my parents didn't even really know we were drinking that much downstairs. Like in her mind, we probably just like one had one or two beers. But he left and we let him leave ultimately is what happened 
So Matthew was okay. Um, we go and um, we go and visit him later that day. They released him from the hospital, and he went home. And we all went to visit, and I asked him like, "What the fuck happened?" And all Matt can remember was that Danny, thirty minutes before midnight, got a phone call from his mom yelling at him, telling him he better go home before midnight strikes or he's in trouble. So he kept begging and begging Matt to drive him home. And Danny lived about maybe 10, 15 minutes away from my mom's house. And Matt being the drunk that he was, he was so drunk that he said, fuck it, I'll take you home. They both got in the car and halfway through getting to Danny's house, Danny realized that Matt was really, really fucked up. And Danny goes, bro, you're too drunk, man. Let me drive. Matt goes, okay. Let's him drive. Danny drives Matt's car all the way home. And then when they got to Danny's house, Danny pretty much goes, oh, you're going to be home? You're going to get home okay? All right, man. Thanks. See ya. And just let him go home. Yeah. Let that sink in for a little bit. He knew this kid was drunk enough. Was too drunk that he couldn't get them over to his house. Yet when they got to his house, he let him drive away. And Matt got in the the driver's side. Just drove the opposite direction. And ended up in a ditch somewhere. He wasn't hurt or anything. He just ended up in a ditch. Got out and was attempting to push his, like, Big ass Oldsmobile. I couldn't remember what kind of car it was, but it was huge. It was a big ass car. And he was trying to push his car out of the ditch by himself. And bystanders saw him, called the cops, and the cops nabbed him, saw that he was really, really, really drunk, and um, took him to the hospital just to make sure he was okay. And the whole time he was, um, he was in the ambulance, he was actually screaming at the paramedics, telling him not to cut his brand new jeans off. Because I guess he's he's seen that in some uh, some movies they were cutting it off, but yeah. But he was okay, made it home. I don't think he got in any big trouble. He was a minor, so and the crazy thing was his mom when we got there and she was kind of like, "You kids are morons!" Like she just wanted to scare us. I guess she's like, "You kids are fucking morons!" I can't believe you guys would let him drive. And we didn't know like half the story, so we're like, "No, we we." That's a rule. Like, you come to my house, you you party, and you don't leave. But this kid, Danny, made him leave. And my mom's, and his mom's like, yeah, you, I can get your parents in so much trouble for, for having alcohol and drinking. And Matt raises his hand and goes, Mom, it was my alcohol. I brought all the alcohol to that party. So, and she's like what she goes yeah i remember i had you buy me alcohol a couple days ago so um yeah so apparently it was um she didn't want to get anybody in trouble because it was her it was her that bought the alcohol but luckily nobody was hurt everybody's still good to this day everybody's still alive and doing stupid things but um but yeah fuck danny I see him all the time. Well, I used to see him all the time. He worked at this deli that I go to. And um, he remembers me. I know he remembers me. But uh, fuck that guy. Well, 
Yeah. <laughs> Screwed up. But kind of reminisce on the story now because of what happened to this kid and his cocaine story. And I don't know. You know, it's like you want your kids to be as safe as possible, but there's so many outlying factors that could influence what they do every day that you can only really teach them to do the best things and hopefully they apply that in the future right um i know being where we are and being in this culture um you know social media likes is like a big thing and instagram and all this stuff and people want to be cool people like our definition of cool was just being cool around the people that you're surrounded with as to now or future generations, they pretty much have to live the hype up of social media. You know, they see all these people buying nice cars, getting bought nice cars by their parents, having really big parties. And, you know, the expectations gone up. And I feel like for us, yeah, there's always going to be generational idiots and general uh, generational teenagers that are going to do stupid things but now i feel like it's heightened to a sense where the kids want to outdo the next kid they see on social media the next kid wants to outdo the last kid you know what i mean and it's it's dangerous so hopefully i've you know i can share my stories someday with my kid and he'll you know he'll learn something from it and think how much of an idiot i was and Hopefully won't reflect uh, what happened. But of course, one can only help. I'm not going to just lock him in my house and say that he can't do anything in the fear of you know, getting in trouble. But he still needs to live his life. But hopefully, I know I'm just saying this now when he's four months old. And I don't know how I'll feel next, um, next time around. But I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully I raise a good kid. And on that note... um. That's all I got. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, find me at DadCaster. If you want to like us on Facebook, it's DadCast Podcast. I try to upload some videos there and pictures once in a while. And please like, subscribe, share, do whatever you got to do. Spread the word. And um, turning 30 in four days. <sighs> Getting old. Wish me luck. If you guys, like I said, if you want to come out, celebrate my birthday with me, I will be at Sub 51 on April 22nd, um, 10 p.m. Uh, they play hip-hop music. It's just a small little lounge, but uh, I'll be there. All right. Hope you have a wonderful week. Love you. Dadcast out. If you ain't down with us, then get the fuck out. I don't think we have met.